Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Are you talking about the screaming eagle of success? Uh, it is pretty loud in my headphones, too, sometimes. You don't love America, Audrey? I knew you were going with that. Why do you hate the troops? Dave and Mahoney. I don't even know if I know because, you know, I'm a communist. I don't know if <laughs> I know what an eagle sounds like. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off. What would you like first there, Audrey? Let's start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news for Amazon. They got hit with a $31 million fine. Uh, They have agreed to pay the $21 million civil penalty to the FTC, uh, alleging it violated a child privacy law and deceived parents by keeping kids' voices and location data recorded on its popular Alexa voice assistant for years. Separately, the company also agreed to pay $5.8 million in customer refunds for alleged privacy violations involving its doorbell ring camera. So, yeah, it's not not great. And, I mean, this seems like a very light fine, all things considered, for Amazon. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is just kind of the thing that everyone's been worried about with Alexa is like, hey, like, is it storing private conversations that I'm having? Is it storing... Private conversations my kids are having, you know, like you got an Alexa in your bedroom. Yeah, is it hearing us do it? Yeah, I mean, for real though, I did. You guys get a little heebie-jeebies out about your Alexas because recently, actually, this morning at like creepily two o'clock in the morning, mine just went boop. You're like, what are you? What are you doing? Why are you there? recording? Are you listening? What's this random, creepy, ominous noise that's happening? Did it I wake did, you up at two o'clock in the morning, it, or were you already up? I was already up because uh, the puppy. Yeah. But I just noticed, and I was like, "There's no notifications. There's nothing." So, and it does it every once in a while. Like, what is this weird beep like that's it. happening? Don't like it. I know. So, um, but well, if you were wondering if they were secretly recording you and your kids, the answer is yes, which is why they're paying a thirty-one million. That might fine. be the boop. Yep. Uh, some good news today as well. I mean, I guess it's good news. The good news is that the pilot ejected and is safe. But I can't imagine being like a Navy pilot and having to eject from your your fighter jet cockpit. Like, that just seems crazy to me. Ejecting but, from the cockpit sounds quite thrilling. Yes, it does. The, the pilot was conducting a routine training exercise when they had to eject. So it was about 920 in the morning and uh, was retrieved shortly thereafter by rescuers about 25 miles south of the station where this happened. But this is for the uh, the Naval Air Station Key West in Florida. And so, I mean, like, there's obviously a decent amount of people around, but if your plane starts going down, what do you do? You have to eject, but then Good luck to the plane, right? Let's hope it doesn't hit anyone or anything. Well, if it's in Key West, it's island. So there's it's a lot probably, of water around. Yeah. We're more just like, sorry to the sharks, to but the you, whales. But man, you got to feel bad, Dolphins. right? Because, I mean, those those planes are so expensive. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you wrecked a... Uh, a $30 million plane, huh? You're like, yeah. Remember what I told you? A friend of mine totally, like, destroyed by accident one of the Black Hawk helicopters. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you know how much that thing costs? Like, billions, I'm sure. <laughs> no, I don't know the exact number, but I mean, a it's lot. millions. And yeah. so, so I say that because it happens. There's lots of money going into the defense. <laughs> so for those of you that are, are smarter than me when it comes to uh, exactly what the planes are, uh, for the U.S. Navy, this was an F-5 Tiger II aircraft, so I don't know exactly what that oh, would yes, cost. the Tiger II, not the Tiger I. Not the, there's a Tiger II. Uh, if, if you do know how much one of those runs, feel free to leave us a message at 833-YO-DUMMY. I am curious how bad this pilot feels. You know, if it's like four hundred grand, you are like, yeah, whatever, Well, right? you're not going to get in trouble. Yeah, well, yeah, you're still going to be that guy, though, right? I don't know. Is there also 833-YO-DUMMY? <laughs> Tell us how that ranking system works. Do you just become the guy who had to eject himself out of the cockpit for forever? I mean, I think that they would be like, woohoo, you made it. Let's get Maybe things not. going. Dave Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you are much more a part of the tattoo culture than I am. And I say that because you have a lot of tattoos and I have none. Mm. Um, I'm just curious. Have you ever, like, been interested in a guy and then been turned off by his tattoo choices? I mean, they would have to be, well, there is definitely the stereotypical tattoo guy that has the, like, (laughs) I'm so nervous to say it because I don't want to make fun. This is just my personal, my personal take on tattoos. Just say it. It's fine. So, you know the ones that have, like, the clock with the roses, and then there's, like, the lion attached, and it's, like, one full piece, and then mm. there's, like, also, like, a forest wrapped around their yeah. bicep. Yeah. It's, like, the ones that are, are kind of like that, I feel like, are a person who got tattoos 
um, and like walked in to a place and just like pointed just said, at, I want this, this, and that. The guy's like, I'm really good at grandfather clocks and lions. You're like, perfect. And I don't even know if tattoo artists like doing those anymore because they're so played out. But I mean, it's just, I, it's not. Ooh, I just I feel so bad and judgy saying that because it's not like I've got the best tattoos either. So that's just my personal preference. I think that the, that would be the person who I would judge. Could it be a deal breaker for you? Like you're it just feels like lack of creativity. No, but let's say that you're like like actually like hanging out with a guy or whatever, and like he takes his shirt off outside of like you know racist tattoos or something like that. Is there any, like could his tattoos be bad enough where you'd be like Ew. if he's got some other chick's name on him? Then uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, man. Bad. Okay, so the reason why I ask is because I don't know. I mean, I've seen a lot of these type of tattoos over the years, but but this is maybe taking it a bit further than I expected. Uh, a couple of strangers say they shared a special interest, and so they are both the co-holders of the Guinness Book of World Records because each of them got 34 tattoos of Marvel comic characters. 34. I mean, people have, well, 32 feels like a lot, Dave, but I mean, that could just be a sleeve. Uh, it's not. It's 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 like one oh, of the guys like has, a, all has the Hulk basically covering uh, the entire place in between his two shoulder blades on his back. Okay, and then the other dude is basically tattered oh, they're done from the well. Face. The face down with all the uh, different characters. No, because they're done well. So that means that they put a lot, a lot, a lot of money into that. How much does it cost? Like if you're gonna get like a full sleeve, like all in, you're you're paying how much? Like I mean, could be about ten thousand dollars if you're going to like. I mean, it's about a thousand per. Session usually, if you're going at portraits, that guy has portraits all over They're his body, portraits, and yeah. you don't want to go to somebody who's like not good at portraits. And people charge a lot. So yeah, this one guy again, Hulk on his entire back, surrounded by the other characters, um, which again is is quite the move. The other guy has got what I assume is his own kid on one peck, and then Tupac on the other peck, and then Marvel characters all the way around. But you know, again, to each their own. Sure. It makes you happy, right? It's, it's your art. body. You do what you want. Yeah, but. I just, I don't know how well it would play for me if, like, I took my shirt off and I had a, the Not Incredible Hulk uh, tattooed on my chest. I mean, it's better than, like, a janky Chucky doll or something. You know, like a bad portrait. Are or, you saying you don't like my, uh, my... Uh, no, you ain't got tattoos? a single tattoo. You can't even think of something. I know. <laughs> my gigantic Bugs Bunny that, that covers my left peck. <laughs> you, know, I would say, you know, I would prefer Buzz or uh, Bugs Bunny over, like, Taz. Taz has a certain... Taz has a certain vibe. Like a Tweety word tattoo on a chick. Like, that has a certain... That's got some ooh. real Myrtle Beach vibes. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And that's somebody... Coming from somebody that spent a lot of time in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I didn't care what your house looked like if you had an ground pool in your backyard. I immediately kind of thought you were rich. Now I realize they were just really stupid. Message deleted. In-ground pools are really stupid? What are you talking about? Like, a house with a pool is still, like, peak. Like, I love a house with a pool. And I'll tell you what, as a kid, like, an above-ground pool was still yeah. peak. It yeah, didn't matter one of those as a pool. Girl. Was. Yeah, like, uh, it, let's take it down a step below that. Like, if you had a slip and slide <laughs> or, like, a splash pad near your house at a city, city park or something I grew like up that. in Iowa where our first pool was, like, a cattle trough. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big metal bin you put water in. One of those rusty buckets, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, good morning, everyone. Here's a super tough hypothetical here. If you either had to choose to get one of your feet amputated or work the rest of your life as a mover, what would you do? Message deleted. I work as a mover. What do you mean? Like, yeah. that's... First of all, I, like, I, I saw those dudes recently because I, I moved, and so the movers are out there, and it... Like, these dudes are taking, like, almost full couches, like, right over their head and carrying it by themselves. The, like, the strain on your body, so, though. But you're so strong. Yeah, yeah but you've got shape. lower back problems like crazy. Like, like, what, what, other than our job, like, what sort of outdoor physical job do you do where you're not going to run that risk? True. But, I mean, you could just lose a foot and feel fine, you know? You're going to lop off a foot so you don't have to work? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying, Audrey? I'm saying that I would rather lop off a foot and have the rest of my body feel picture perfect. No, you want that parking spot, don't you? That's what you want. That's what's going on here. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I use, my name's Chrissy. I'm 10 years old. I did not want to listen, but then I started and I liked it. 
Message deleted. Success story. That makes yeah. me so happy. I hey. think, though, too, <laughs> it says something about a 10-year-old adapting to change. Yeah. Well, nobody <laughs> likes their difficult. first taste of beer, you know? Right, so, yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that what we are? We we're, are. We're just, a, we're just a strong IPA. And then you'll be dependent on us. Yes. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, last week at work, we had a little get-together, and it was one of those, okay, everyone's going to eat lunch and hang out, and we had a brief meeting. It really was a pretty brief meeting. It was like 15, 20 minutes outside of just the part where everyone ate, uh, which is nice, but you just got so sleepy after we had our little business lunch. Man, I just don't know if it's me. I would love to know if anybody else has been a part of, like, a work meeting, and you just could not make it through the rest of the day, 8330-DUMMY, but I got rocked. We got pleasured by... Like food in the middle of the day, Man. and it knocked me out. That's so funny that you say that because the, the food was very good. Like it's, normally when you have like the you know they bring in the catering or whatever, it's not great. This was Mexican food and it was fantastic. It was good. But you actually asked both Chris and I. You're like, hey, do you guys feel like maybe uh, you got roofied in uh, in lunch? And we're <laughs> like, no, man, you're just a su- such a sleepy little creature. Like, I straight up, when Alice in Wonderland style, went down the white rabbit hole and, like, fell asleep for four hours afterwards. Four hours? Four hours. I woke up and was like, oh, my gosh. I still need, like, to do work. (laughs) I didn't even finish my day. And uh, I woke up and I maybe made it another hour and a half before going back to bed. Did you get, like, a full night's sleep? Yeah, man. Were you just, like, exceptionally tired because the puppy's been keeping you up or something? No, I didn't feel really, like, I was driving home. Because I had a couple errands to run. So I was driving home and legit, like, my eyes were rolling in the back of my head. That's the worst feeling. Yeah. And it was because of the, I mean, and I know the, the meeting was was great. where We were doing a little uh, workplace celebration and yep. everybody was there. So, um, you know, it was of good intentions. The food was great. The company was great. You yep. know, and I feel like sometimes whenever you go out to lunch, it just makes me tired. Like, I'm not really used to eating, I guess, in the middle of the day. I'm like a baby. So once I did, I was like, all right, nappy time. <laughs> that is so funny that that actually knocked you off for four hours. Four hours. Were you, so you were planning on laying down and you knew you were tired, but you're like, I'm not setting an alarm. We'll just see what happens. No, do you set alarms? Am I supposed to set an alarm? For a nap? Sure. Yes. You don't set alarms for naps? Absolutely. I've never what set an alarm for a nap. No, no way. Literally every time I'm like, all right, I've got one hour to sleep. I'm going to sneak it in right now, but I've got to be up by this See, but time. you've got kids. No, but it's not just the kids. Like, I mean, other stuff to do throughout the course of the day or like, you know, I can't just be going, I'm going to sleep for four hours because then it's also going to ruin my night's sleep. Oh, so I'm very thankful that I did not have my sleep ruined because yeah. I was kind of nervous about that. But yeah, I was, uh, I'd never set an alarm. I never do that because I just always assume it's just going to be like maybe an hour, 90 minute nap. Also, and- like, I'm curious, am I the weirdo here? Because you can, you can call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. Uh, does no one else set alarms when it comes to naps? Because I know that you don't, and I know that Mahoney, Mahoney does doesn't because he'll also nap for four or five hours, which to me is not really a nap. That's more of like a sleep. But am I the only one that sets an alarm for naps? I kind of come come in and out of comatose. Like, I mean, I didn't sleep hard for straight four hours. Like, I kind of like woke up and then realized that there was nothing on my phone, nothing or whatever, and then I just went back to bed. Like, what I'm like in and out of consciousness. What you live. Isn't that just so fun? You're just yeah, like, man, oh, I just... got no responsibilities. <laughs> like, what do you expect from me, man? That what is... was I going to do? Just watch TV for four hours? The Mindless? only reason I'm no hazing you about this is because I'm jealous. That's, that just sounds amazing. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the internet. Internet is undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. The internet is the gift that keeps on giving every single week. We are entertained, sometimes shocked, many times a little saddened because there are so many people out there doing so many dumb things online. And the, the lack of self-awareness gets me every week, Audrey. Well, I mean, it's lack of self-awareness, but also just the attention for clout chasing that's happening every single day, man. Like... Settle down. But sometimes, you know, your emotions just get the best of you, especially if you're hangry, which is where we start. And the internet is undefeated with a fast food freak out. This guy just really wanted his chicken. So I'm going to tell the owner, you're f- losing money because we want to make a big order of food. Give me the f- chicken or I'm going to cause a scene. We ordered food and you want to refuse it. Look at you. You're telling me you're not being rude? Give me my chicken. I came 30 miles to get a f- chicken. 
You like Google reviews? Oh, you like Google reviews? He said, F your chicken. (laughs) (laughs) On to the next one. This is a uh, little boy that says that he dreams of cows every night. It's a new clip. What'd you dream about? Cows. 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 I like that kid, man. (laughs) Every day that daddy walked in and asked his poor little baby what uh-huh. he was dreaming about. Cows. If he doesn't pass by a cow farm and just go moo, he's not a real cow fan. So this next one is from Cover Your Ears. And, you know, spoken word sometimes works. You know, different artists have been able to pull that off over the years. Uh, this guy decided that he wanted to do a rendition of some ACDC, and he wanted to do spoken word, and it turned out wonderfully. She was a fast machine. She kept her motor clean. She was the best damn woman that I ever seen. She had the sightless eyes telling me what the fuck are sightless <laughs> eyes. Telling me no lies. Knocking me out with those American thighs. Taking more than her share. Had to fight me for air. She told me to come, but I was already there. Cause the walls start shaking and the earth was quaking. My mind was aching and we were making it. Perfect. No notes. Love it. No notes. No notes. It makes me realize like how just filthy some songs are, man, that you've just heard for your entire life. <laughs> yeah, you're just like going along. You're like, wait a second. Like, I've been singing along to that song for my entire life, and uh-huh. I did not know what I was singing. On to the next one here. This is uh, there's uh, this internet trend that's going on. I don't know if you've seen this that that children like babies will be gentle if they're handled or if they're handed eggs like and they're handling them, yes. but they won't break the eggs. Uh, and this kid was given the test. They say babies are real gentle with eggs, right? Don't break it. Yeah. Are you gonna hold an egg? Yeah. Just be 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 cautious with it, okay? Don't break it. All right. Don't break it. Hey, stop running. No, hey, hey. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> but the egg's still good, though. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to assume the baby fell. The baby fell out of the high chair. And, uh, the, the egg was fine, though. So there's it's that. kind of yeah. like whenever a drunk person, which was very reminiscent of tipsy or toddler, it's kind of like whenever a drunk person falls and still maintains the beer in their hand, <laughs> holding it up the entire time. Like, I saved it. That's impressive. Uh, speaking of tipsy or toddler, that's our last clip, and the internet is undefeated. It is a bunch of uh, very drunk girls all sitting around declaring they are pregnant. It's for you. Oh, my God. I'm pregnant. Guys, I'm pregnant. I didn't even have sex, but I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant, too. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. I know this is incredibly dangerous, and I don't know if this is more of a Dukes of Hazard move or a Fast and the Furious move, but it looks pretty awesome, if we're being totally honest. I don't know if you saw the video of this, Audrey, but there was a straight-up move where somebody was driving down the road, and they didn't realize that there was some sort of accident that had taken place. And you know those flatbed tow trucks where they'll load the whole car on, and then they'll chain them down after a wreck? Yeah. So there's one of those trucks out there, and they have the ramp down. And somebody didn't see all this stuff going on. I don't know if they weren't paying attention or what, but they hit the tow truck ramp at full speed, and they went airborne. Tell me you've at least got, like, the Dukes of Hazard noise somewhere happening here. Dude, they, like... At least in our minds. So there was a police officer that was there, obviously, because there was an accident that Mm -hmm. was happening, which is why all the wreckers were out there. And the whole thing is caught on body cam footage because you just see him like his hands kind of get thrown in the air like what are you doing and then go running over to the individual who didn't exactly stick the landing the girl that was driving uh did, was a girl yeah did, did get injured but oh, she, she gets a pass looks like because <laughs> she's a girl yeah okay, man sometimes yeah. we just don't know we just we just be driving that's all it is we're yeah. just driving there's uh-huh. no thought back yeah. there <laughs> as a lady who has uh really poor driving skills this is a, my petition to make sure that every woman becomes a passenger princess by 2024. Because the, things like this happen, man. We just we just don't know. We're just pretty. You're just pretty and not paying attention? Mm-hmm. No, we're paying attention. It just It's Clearly. just like yeah. that just seemed like the better option at the time. The ramp did than like the road. A little and off I don't ramp. blame her. Yeah, yeah. She off just went go. for it. She was like, you know, I think this is where I'm supposed to go. <laughs> GPS probably took her there. <laughs> so a, a strong gas-like odor was detected at the Canyon Creek High School in Texas, which prompted firefighters to evacuate all students. Turned out, and you've been there before, Audrey, so have I, fart spray. 
fart spray. Yeah. Did no one ever bring fart bombs to, to your oh high school? Oh my gosh, you just unlocked a memory I totally forgot about. Yes, they did. They sure did. And it reeked for hours. That was a very normal thing at elementary, middle, and high school for me. People bring those little fart bombs, yep. step on them. But now, you know, in 2023, fire department showing up to handle it. Uh, and finally, uh, maybe a pro tip here. A North Carolina man was arrested after being accused of trying to rob a business using a 1980s-style Nintendo Duck Hunt gun. Um, Dave, this is more in your wheelhouse than it is in mine. I used I, to love it. I do believe that I am familiar with what the gun looks like. I mean, I'm assuming it's just like a plastic toy-looking gun. Yeah, but it doesn't he did, look real at all. He did paint it black, so it looks more real. Oh, because they were green, right? No, they were uh, orange and white. Orange and white. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know what these look like at all. So he painted it, which is painted it black. He also illegal. decided that he was going to disguise himself. He put on a mask, a wig, and a hooded sweatshirt. And uh, he walked in, showed the fake gun, which had been painted black, took $300 from the register of the convenience store, um, and the authorities were able to track Dude, him down, down the street. You could have sold Duck Hunt and the pieces that you need for a Duck Hunt online, probably for mint. Man, you said Duck Hunt, and it just made my heart skip for a second. <laughs> Never mind, you'll get it in a second. Dave at Ed Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, this is for the Southern Bill. If you're really Southern, let them other people know what goulash is. Goulash is one of the greatest things you ever taste in your mouth. Message deleted. Audrey, that was directed towards you because you were recently talking about your southern roots. And, I mean, all of us have a tie to the south to some degree, but you, you know, born and raised in the south pretty much your entire life before you uh, you made the move. But uh, goulash, was that part of your... Goulash is just a stew. Yeah, a, but I know that that's like a big part of certain... I thought, it was like, I thought it was more like Louisiana style. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. I, I grew up in Alabama and went to University of Kentucky and lived there for about eight to 10 years. I say that because I moved back and forth a lot. So we were just going to round there. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely did not grow up on goulash. That wasn't something that was in my wheelhouse. It was definitely more like biscuits, meats, potatoes, fried chicken, country fried steak, the Salisbury steak, anything doused in gravy. Gravy, I'm pretty sure, gravy and butter run through these veins. Yeah. That's like uh, the food group definitely was not like fruits, vegetables, grains, bread, like none of that. It was just kind of like gravy, butter, Butter, bread, (laughs) deep fried anything. A fried okra is definitely one of my favorite vegetables. I don't really know if that counts as a vegetable. Sure, it's a vegetable. It's fried, whatever. It's deep fried, it's fine. But yeah. Probably the most Southern thing about me is that not only did I used to go there, but my mom used to work there. Uh, It was a restaurant in South Carolina called Lizard's Thicket. Yes. You ever heard of it? No. But okay. I just love the yeah. sound of it. Lizard's yeah. Thicket, bro. That What's was a thicket? A I don't know. I feel like, is that just talking about like the, 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 the area in which a lizard lives? No, I think it's like me after all of that gravy and butter. That I, I am <laughs> you the You get thicket. a little thicket. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, if you all found a shirt you really liked, but it was either a size too big or too small and you had to get it, what size are you choosing? Like... Do you look better in too small or too large? Message deleted. Depends on the shirt. Oh, I think that we all have a different answer to this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the sort of guy that can choose a shirt that is one size too small and pull that off. Audrey, you can absolutely do that. But me wearing a shirt that's one size too small is... Uh, no, man, to make those biceps look strong. Yeah, except for you won't notice the biceps because all you'll see is my fupa hanging out the bottom <laughs> of that shirt. <laughs> okay, so it's so funny you talk about a fupa because, uh-huh. you know, you showed us a photo the other day of whenever you were traveling the world and we were kind of teasing saying, where in the world is shirtless day Farah? Uh-huh. Because you were tan and had like an eight-pack, dude. Yeah, And it's good old days. It, w- w- what do you mean the good old days? You don't think you could do it again? I That's could, what I yeah. wonder. Like, yeah, like, but it just takes so much work. I have a small t-shirt in my closet that I'm holding on to, waiting to get back to that. <laughs> like, I'll be able to wear this shirt again someday. Do you normally wear a medium? Is that what you wear? A little medium action? I used to yeah. back, back in those days. Did I you? mean, you yeah. remember when I was pretty uh, uh, yeah. active. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, now I'm large for everything. Okay. Yeah. Got to cover up the extra, uh, extra stuff here. There and over here and over yeah, there. you you still look good, buddy. Oh, the worst you. part for me as a lady is whenever because I wear usually just sports bras to go work out, uh-huh. and whenever you start wearing the ones that are a little too small, and you get that back 
that little back love handle action that happens right <laughs> underneath the sports bra. And I'm like, oof. <laughs> Man, I didn't know I was going to have back boobs today. That sucks. Please leave a message after the tone. Would you rather be forced to live in Gary, Indiana for two years or Russia for only half a year? Message I deleted. feel like that's kind of not a good question That's to a ask. very mean thing to say about Gary, Indiana. I mean, I've never been. I'm sure it's not. Oh, gosh. No, it's like I, one oh. of the number one crime capitals oh, yeah. of I the country. I get it, but it's not Russia. Right. I've never been to Russia, but I've been to Gary, and nope. Michael nope, Jackson's nope, from nope. there. They produced the, the, the King of Pop, Prince mm. Pop. Is that is that true? He was from Gary, Indiana, I, I thought. I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, you made me second-guess myself. I got all sweaty. I'm like, now I'm going to have somebody call 8330-DUMMY and tell me you don't know nothing about Michael Jackson. He's not from Gary, Jackson. Indiana. He's from Larry, Indiana. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Audrey, out of all of the fan bases across the entire world for every single music artist out there, I mean, I'm not one of them. I don't really particularly care uh, about Taylor Swift's music, but I know that my, my girls certainly like Taylor Swift. My wife likes Taylor Swift. My wife, I think, was kind of mad at me that I didn't get her tickets when Taylor Swift recently uh, was in the area, which, you know, it's fine. I guess that happens. But um, Swifties, as they call themselves, they've got to be like the craziest fan base right now, right? I mean... BTS, maybe. I was there. just thinking BTS, but I don't know if they're just... The fandoms in general have definitely peaked since we've seen maybe them in the 90s. I feel like we're kind of seeing that... Beatlemania, the the bubblegum pop mania again in 2023 that maybe we just haven't seen in the last like 15 years, 20 years. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's like obviously everyone talks about Elvis and the Beatles. And then, you know, certainly like New Kids on the Block had that thing going on in sync. You maybe know. even like since Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was probably the last one. Yeah. But I mean, Justin Bieber does not hold a, a torch to what BTS and maybe even Bad Bunny and Taylor Swift's fans are doing. Yeah, Taylor Swift's fans have Harry adopted Styles. something recently that uh, that does surprise me a little bit. So, um, you know, her her tour that's been going on has been incredibly difficult to get tickets to, and some people are paying thousands and thousands of dollars for a single ticket to go see Taylor Swift. But even the people, I don't know if you've seen the same videos I have, that are in the nosebleeds are losing their minds over this show the entire time. And this is where things get weird. Uh, I guess this has become... Not just like a couple of people doing this, but sort of like a normal thing where people are so excited to be at this Taylor Swift concert that they're wearing adult diapers to soil themselves. Soiled it. So they don't have to leave the show and miss any of it. That's so foul. You hear about people doing this in Times Square for the ball drop, and it just kind of makes me cringe. I mean, it makes sense because you're drinking maybe. I, I don't know. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. It's really gross. Doesn't I don't get sense. it. Don't do that. Um, Is there I, anything in this world that you are a big enough fan of that you would soil yourself so you didn't have to miss a moment of the show? No, dude. I'm, I am the person that you don't want to go to concerts with. If you want to see the encore song, that's probably the most popular song. Because you want to get out of there. Beat yeah, traffic. dude. Yeah. Especially whenever you're seeing these, you know, uh, Taylor Swift in particular, they have multiple shows that are selling out like 60,000 seats. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, like, can you imagine that traffic? You are slowly becoming Mahoney. You know that, right? No, I've been I've been bred this way. <laughs> <laughs> I was bred this way, man. Like, I don't want to get caught in traffic at all. The reaction to the end, and this is, the movement has a name. It's Diapers for Swift. Oh, okay. Dumb, dumb mixed. name. And uh, some are saying it's the highest form of Swifty dedication. Uh, others obviously aren't so convinced that, you know, pooping your pants. Or is like just idea. mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, man. We're not just going to like normalize pooping and peeing in your pants for a song. Let's call it like it is. You I, are a weirdo gonna, if you are pooping your we're pants. Gonna, we're going to shame this. Yeah, peeing your pants. Stop. Uh, not you're as bad. You're 30. Yeah, if you're. <laughs> come on. Like, I mean, really, the average person who's going to be able to afford these tickets are not 15 year olds right. making a TikTok yeah. trend where they're wearing diapers. You're 35, Hannah. The Stop the pooping your pants. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler. <laughs> uh, Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody. Come on. Rhonda is joining us for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. How are you today, Rhonda? 
I'm great. Um, so this game is really tricky because the things that were said here were either said by somebody that's very drunk or a little kid. Uh, it's tricky not necessarily for you, but mostly for our producers that have to try to go through this audio and transcribe all of the actual words that were said because there's a lot of mush mouth going on, a lot of half words, everything else. You're trying to figure out which is which. Was this thing said by a very drunk person or a little kid? Are you ready for tips your toddler? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Audrey, do you have the key? Why would I have the key? Do you not live here? No. What? What are you doing here? I just, I don't know. Are you serious? Are you joking? Ah, no, I'm se- I'm being serious. Get off this random person's porch. Scene. Rhonda, was that a tipsy person or a toddler? Well, I'm going to hope that it's a tipsy person and not a toddler <laughs> wandering around without the keys. Good call, Rhonda. Good call. You're, you're exactly right. Let's have a listen. Do you have the key? Why would I have the key? Do you not live here? No. What? What are we doing here? I don't know. Are you serious? Are you joking? No, I'm ser- I'm being serious. Get off this random person's porch. All right, Rhonda. Added layer, Dave. Added layer. Yeah. Apparently, this was their first date, and she got a little too drunk, (laughs) and he was trying to drop her back off at her house, and it wasn't even her house. That is money. (laughs) Hilarious. Okay, so on the board with one, Rhonda. On to number two. Audrey, take it away whenever you're ready. And I'm going to throw you in the trash, and I'm going to bite you, and you are going to be dead. (laughs) Just kidding. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Well, I'm going to go with toddler on that. That is exactly how my toddlers talk all of the time. Do they that really, Dave? exactly spot on. And I'm going to throw you in the trash, and I'm going to bite you, and you are going to be dead. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. What a, like, <laughs> menacing child. Yeah. All right, Rhonda, you're doing great. Two for two. Here we go on to number three. Gabby, it's time to get out of the tub. Gabby! <laughs> it's time to get out of the tub, bro. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Um, Tipsy. Yeah. Yeah, Rhonda, you're killing this game. Gabby in the tub. Gabby, it's time to get out of the tub. Gabby! <laughs> it's time to get out of the tub, bro. Three for three. Here we go on to number four. You get this one correct. You're going to win this game in a sweep, Rhonda. That's not nice. That's not nice of you telling me not to have a cheeseburger. Now my heart's breaking. My heart is breaking. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Wow, I could go either way on that one. Yeah, Yeah. for real. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say toddler. For the win, that is correct. You got it. Great job sussing out who was a toddler and who was very drunk today. Let's have a listen. That's not nice. That's not nice of you telling me not having a cheese ball. <laughs> now my heart's breaking. <laughs> my heart is breaking. <laughs> <laughs> to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's up, damn fam? So if you guys were to switch professions with your significant others with no formal training, who would get fired first, them or you? Message deleted. So if we switch professions with our significant other who would fail the quickest, absolutely me. My wife uh, stays at home with all four kids. And man, I tell you what, like when we just like go on vacation or she has a day where she's traveling or whatever to go see friends and I'm there with the kids alone, I'm like, how do you do this? She has so much energy. Every single day. Yeah, she's going to the gym with the kids. Me going anywhere with all four kids. I'm like, it is because they're all small, right? It's 
I would I would flame out instantly. It really is impressive. I always call your wife Superwoman because, I mean, a Mahoney's wife is Superwoman to me as well because the fact that they are able to maintain the energy that they have makes me feel like I need to go get tested. Like, I need to go get my my energy levels <laughs> tested, man. So funny that you say that the day after you told us that you ate lunch yesterday and it took a four-hour nap and you thought you were roofied by a burrito. <laughs> Legit. I was like, like listening to your wife, like, juggling four kids, four small kids during a move. And I asked you the other day, I was like, so how, what's Brittany going to be doing? Or what is she doing during this move? And like, what is she doing during the day? And she's like, you know, she just took the kids to go work out. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. She's moving, refurbishing wow. an entire house and still has energy? She's a badass. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, lads. Danny speaking. A bit of story for you. So yesterday, I'm walking down the street and wait a minute. That wasn't me. Bugger off, tossers. Message deleted. I don't know if that was a real Irish accent or not. Of course it I wasn't. Can, I can tell you something. When somebody does have a strong Irish or Scottish accent, they can tell us a story that's as terrible as that one, and I'm still captivated by it. Are you? Yes. I, I think Irish time. accents are the sexiest. Do you really? You I thought, do. You thought on, that guy on, sounded on a hot? woman. On a woman. Oh, no, on a woman. No, 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 no. You're like Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the average amount of alcohol consumed by all of you on any given day? Please don't do any math. Just tell me the number of drinks. Message deleted. How many drinks are you in on a day, Dave? Uh, depends on the day. It really does. Because um, if, you know, we're going out to the lake or whatever and everyone's having some drinks, that's a much different day than, okay, it's a Wednesday night and I'm going to watch some TV at the house. Well, that's a general, that's a better average because there's more days during the week than there are the weekends. I'd so. say I have uh, like three glasses of wine. Okay. Yeah. That's normal. But I mean, they're fairly heavy pours, we're being totally honest. So. so it's three glasses, but really a whole bottle? Yeah. Okay. But the bottle is glass, so technically <laughs> yes. it's only one glass. Oh, one glass. Only one glass. <laughs> Chris, are you a beverage partaker during the week? Uh, you know what? Actually, I really don't drink a ton during the week, but if I do, it's happy hour. Oh, okay. And if I go to happy hour, it's because it's two for one. And uh, happy hours, three hours. So I'll order one, two for one for each. So it's probably six drinks. Six average. drinks? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Meanwhile, Audrey, nothing. Nothing. I'm sober curious. I, I will drink whenever. Oh, that's one of the hardest parts about trying to meet friends and meet new people. Yeah, it you is. always have to go out for beverages, man. Well, I saw Audrey suck down a jello shot just a couple weeks ago like a trooper, <laughs> like, like a, like a professional. I went to college. You think I went to college for education? <laughs> She's the sort of girl that doesn't even like chew it. Just <laughs> right down I the hatchet. I did a two-story beer bong, man. That's my girl right there. I'm drunk. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, we haven't heard a lot of drama coming out of your new apartment that you live in. Uh, it's just sort of been like you moved in and things have been going pretty well and you've been overall pretty happy, right? Yeah, I mean, I've made a comment or two about how loud it is and it makes me feel like I'm like ancient. I'm 31 and watching these hooligans down you by the pool. quiet down, you 20-somethings. But it's because the, <laughs> the way that my apartment is set up, it's almost like circular, so all of the echo is going straight up. And I, my, I chose... The apartment I did to where my balcony faces the pool. Because like you I, wanted a pool view. I wanted a yeah. pool view. So that's just part of it. I just had to get used to it. I've not lived in that atmosphere in a minute. And uh, I mean, whatever. They're having fun. It's just whenever you're having fun on a Sunday. You're like, shut I'm up. I'm like, okay, chill out. It's yeah. it's 9 o'clock p.m. Like, settle down. But. So the, uh, the, the neighbor next to you also, and this is where the drama comes in, apparently also really enjoys the pool view. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I forgot I put this in. So... The other day, I can see out of my window from my living room, whenever I'm laying down on the couch, I can see across from me's balcony because they're about one floor up. Sure. So I can see them. They can probably see me. It's tight quarters here. And the other day I saw one of the guys, this guy and a girl who lives there, I'm sure they're partners. And um, I see him leaning over the balcony and very obviously take a photo and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And so, I was just like, well, maybe he's just trying to like show what the atmosphere looks like. Because I've done that. Where he's I'm taking just a like, picture of the pool. Picture of the pool. Yeah. And like, you know, kind of trying to gauge like whether or not like he wants his friends to come over, send him to his, maybe his girlfriend. Like, I'm just trying to give this dude the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe this is what's going on. And I go outside to let Elmo out. And I look out. And I see, because it's thong season, we're wearing the thongs again in 2023 for bathing suits, mm -hmm, you know? Sure. And I see a girl, gorgeous, laying out in a thong. And I put two and two together. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy just very blatantly took a photo of this chick's butt. 
Okay, so she's laying out where she's like facing down. Yes. To, like, and the some only sun. one at the pool. Uh, okay. All right. So, no accident here. It was very obvious. Very obvious. Well, maybe he was just in a way like telling his friends this is a good no, time to come Dave, over. No, Dave, because I, oh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> but I was also like, okay, well, you know, this feels dramatic, me being a woman. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's taking a picture of her butt. But I, it was 100% confirmed because he kind of just stayed there and like lingered and stared over while like kind of texting so and looking. And I just don't know if that's just like a dude thing because we've had conversations where like. Nah, man, that's not normal. Like, first off, what are you getting out of that? You're, you're getting a grainy picture of some girl's butt that's laying out down by the pool. You no, have man, the internet. It's buddy. not grainy anymore. These phone cameras are like sure. elite. You can you get, get a you crystal clear nose, picture of somebody's bleeps. butt. You know, okay, yeah. fine. But then what? Exactly. Like then he's probably what? just like, dang. <laughs> like, Duh. I don't know, man. I don't know. So I also, as the thong wearer, and now a little bit nervous to go down there with my booty cheeks out. It's no longer sun's out, bun's out. Like, I got, do I have to wear so that, the shorts, the, the board shorts? That was the next the question that I was going to ask you. Like, because for me, if I had a great looking ass and people were sneaking pictures of it, I'd be okay with it because I'd be like, yeah, my man, booty but looks I'm great. not like, what do I get out of it? I'm not even like on OnlyFans. Like, my butt goes to your phone and I'm not, you're not even paying me See, for a subscription. Exactly. So you need to walk down there and tell her, girl, you need to put out a tip jar. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be. Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at to be good at this. Oh, I okay. Let me pick it up from here. It's an all new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. You know, we screw up a lot here on the program, and talking is hard. We've just come to terms with that. But normally, I don't see a blooper reel that is labeled this before I even push play. I'm kind of dreading this. It's entitled. You ready for this, Audrey? Mm, yeah. Quote. I recommend Dave does better. Wow. Okay, Dave. So you're going to be the shining star of today's big, segment. bright, shining star. That's what I do. I bring content, baby. As long as there can be cameras present, the celebrity that I would choose to beat up without question is Floyd Mayweather. He's a terrible person. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. He's, He's the sort of person that the, the sort of person that beat up his uh, baby, baby mama, mama in is... front of their kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He's the be- sort of person, person, person. So helpless when you drop your phone somewhere, especially if you drop it like into a toilet, right? Like that's a pretty bad look. I had a friend that dropped their their toilet into a porta potty. The toilet into a porta potty. Toilet into a porta potty. Benedict Cumberbatch, who is a great actor and the world's most boring interview, Mahoney. That's a true story. We actually had Benedict Cumberbatch on the so show nice. one time. Nicest guy in the world. Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Back. You know, I don't do a lot for my uh, my self-care. You know, I don't work out a lot. I don't eat clean. But I do get the recommended, recommended amount of sleep each night. The recommended... Eight-hour naps, eight-hour yeah. sleeps. Doing my part. <laughs> Smashburger. Okay, that's a good choice. Uh, these freakouts that you're about to hear happen in fast food restaurants across this great country of ours. Restaurants are great. Restaurants are great. Restaurants are great. Country of ours. Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news. You had a fairly rough weekend uh, just driving around, I guess. Rough freaking, uh, rough freaking. uh... If you're going to take a lump to the head at 19 years old, you still got some time to battle back. And also, uh, you're in the prime of your cheese chasing. I mean, maybe she can re, re, re. Would it be not read cheat? Read cheese? Read cheat? Uh, uh, I don't know. She can read, 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 cheat, read, cheat. Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> hey, I didn't make it. It's unfortunate. You know, I don't work out a lot. I don't eat clean. But I do get the wreck, get the wreck, get the wreck, get the wreck. Benedict Cumberbatch, who is a great actor and the world's most boring Cumberbatch. He's a sort of beast. Cumberbatch. If you're going to take a lump to the head at 19 years old, you still got some time to battle back. I mean, maybe she can read, read, read. Would it be not read, cheat? Smashburger. Okay, that's a good choice. These freakouts that you're about to hear happen in fast food restaurants. A great air so helpless when you drop your phone somewhere, especially if you drop it like into a toilet, right? Like that's a pretty bad look. I had a friend that dropped their, their toilet into a porta potty. Doing my part. <laughs> 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 
This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, Blitz. glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Disney has been on this kick of making a lot of their classic films into live action, and it's working, right? I mean, we saw The Little Mermaid has been blowing up at the box office the past couple of weekends now, and the latest one that they said they're going to adapt into a live action movie is Moana, which is interesting because Moana is just not that old. What did it come out, like six, seven years I'm ago? I'm surprised like they're doing Moana over Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Moana was very popular, and I, you know, The Rock obviously is a big star. I guess that he is going to be a part of the live action one as well as Maui. Okay. Which, you know, he commands money at the box office, so that makes sense. I don't, I, sure. I mean, I love Moana. I had this, I bought the soundtrack for the movie, the one that had like all of the uncut versions of them. <laughs> it was like a 40 track uh, soundtrack for Moana. So I'm a big fan. I just, I, I'm with you, Dave. I feel like it's a little too soon. And again, I was actually watching Pocahontas the other day thinking, that's why I mentioned it. I can't believe they haven't done that, especially in the with the uh, climate change and global warming and, you know, us trying to protect the earth as much as we possibly can. I'm just surprised that they haven't gone older routes, maybe even... I don't know. Is there anything that Lady in the... Well, they did Lady in the Tramp, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they've kind of gone through a lot of the big ones, which I guess it makes sense. I mean, Moana, again, came out in 2016, so it still feels like a relatively recent movie. What but, about Up? Uh, Up would be interesting. Or like Wally. But this, I don't know. this makes sense because it, it is kind of like a music-based, you know, movie, True. and they're bringing in the Tony-winning director of Hamilton, which is obviously a huge hit on Broadway, and he is going to direct this live-action version of Moana. Lin-Manuel or who... Who? Uh, Thomas Call. Oh, Kale, okay. Because they also was. worked. He was yeah. also in Hamilton. So I was like, okay. And he also did uh, a lot of the stuff for Moana, too. So interesting. Okay. Well, then it's going to be a hit then. Maybe so. Uh, Al Pacino also did not believe that he had impregnated his 29-year-old girlfriend. So Al Pacino, what? 83 years old. Well, I know. He didn't believe her? No. He actually demanded a paternity test because he's like, I'm 83. I can't get somebody pregnant. And it turns out you can. That's just not how that works, Al. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? You just think, I mean, I guess maybe the decline of your swimmers happens, but I mean, it's more likely that you're going to get someone pregnant who is 29 years old and fertile. <laughs> like, what? Also interesting that That's he's saying that he had no idea until two months ago that his girlfriend was pregnant. And keep in mind, she is now eight months pregnant. So for the first six months of the pregnancy, he had no idea. So like, she must have stayed tiny. I, I have mean, a friend of mine who did not even know she was pregnant up until she was in labor. That's wild to me. Yeah, sure. That's because just wild. Sometimes, which I guess this happens, a lot of the babies sit further back, closer to the spine. Yeah. So you just don't realize that you're even pregnant. Crazy. I know it's crazy, but Al, come on, man. Well, Al, I guess, had some sort of medical issue that would have commonly prevented a, a man from impregnating a woman. So Does he have kids? He Yeah, this is his fourth kid. Okay. All. But I mean, like he is again, 83 years old. So I guess Al Pacino was just as shocked as the rest of us to find out that his 29 year old girlfriend is pregnant. All right. Well, let's just like Al, I can't even believe he was just like, and I didn't believe it. I made her get a paternity test. Like what a weird thing to put in the press. Yeah. You're like, just, just be happy. Sh- She's yeah, your girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, and Audrey, you and Pete Davidson, you are the same. Uh, Pete Davidson <laughs> just, went, just went out. <laughs> look, look at this picture of Pete Davidson's doggy. That's Elmo. Yeah, looks a lot like your dog. That's oh why God, I say that. Oh, my are the same. Yeah, so I Pete don't do as much mushrooms. Uh, went out with his girlfriend in Manhattan. I guess they found a two-and-a-half-month-old boy. Uh, it's a Cavapoo, which is <laughs> a little, little teeny tiny puppy that looks a whole lot like Elmo. Uh, they fell in love with the dog, bought it on the spot. He's got a girlfriend? Yeah, sorry. I mean, I don't care. I mean, it's not like I'm, like, heartbroken or anything. I just Isn't didn't know he was with another girl. With him when he got into that accident or when he drove into someone's house. Her, her name is Chase Sue Wonders. Oh, I, I did not even know. Yeah. I, I had no yeah. clue. Pete, Pete Davidson and his girlfriend, serious enough where they're getting a dog, a dog together. That's a pretty big step. Good for him. He deserves happiness. This is Dave and Mahoney. to another Friday. Yes, Thanks, indeed. Honey. All I want to eat is Empire Kitchen. 
Still got a job, still got friends, still got beer. You got another beer because you already drank one beer. I finished it, so I'm on to number two. Hang on a second, let me. You can crack that one open there, buddy. There you go. There we go. I, I appreciate how encouraging you are of me drinking a beer. Yeah, man, you've Chris had a tough his. week. A lot of things Oof. that have been kind of in your life and happening. So deserved, man. Get you some. Well, this beer today is definitely one for the books if you are looking to uh, catch a little bazaar because it clocks in at 9.2% ABV. Woo! This is Sierra Nevada's Atomic Torpedo Imperial IPA. And um, first off, uh, Audrey, before we get into the five categories that we rank every beer on, I'm curious your thoughts on the artwork of this can because it is rather cosmic looking. It's very cosmic looking. It's very um, like militarized-esque. It's giving uh, battleship board game. It's very cool. I'm really digging the uh, the hops. It's actually kind of very sciencey as well. Very Doctor Who <laughs> down there. But see, like the hops where it's kind of gotten like all of the the, the things. Yeah, like there's like a crosshair design here. Yeah, yeah. it almost yeah. looks like uh, very planetary. So um, I'm. It's cool. Would I take it off the shelf? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, this feels like something that may uh, appeal more to me than to you. Very dudish. Yeah, because, I mean, it does feel very dudish. The thing that strikes me about our first category is the look. Uh, it's a very clean-looking IPA, which Agreed. I can appreciate. And then when you give it a smell, and you guys tell me if you agree or disagree with this, it's pretty muted. Like, there's citrus. not a lot yeah, going on. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's a lot of citrus here. There's some sweetness. There's some citrus. There's a little bit of hops. But for a beer that's at 9.2% ABV, I'm not getting any alcohol. None. Yeah, you would expect a heavy smell here, and you're not getting that. No hop smell. Yeah, so are, I see you're moving on to the taste there, Dave. Uh, yeah, well. Uh, well, he has been yeah, tasting it. Been tasting it. <laughs> um, oh, boy, Audrey. Look, the first, was that your first poll? That was my second, so I'm going to go in for a third. Because okay. you can't, one thing that Mahoney has taught me as a beer sommelier, is that even a thing? Can you be a sommelier of other things other than wine? No, you can only sommelier wine. You can only sommelier yeah, wine. Yeah. So as a beer uh, Sherpa. Bommelier. Oh, uh, bommelier. <laughs> I like that better. Um, beer Sherpa that Mahoney is, he has taught me, don't ever take a beer off of its first sip. So going in for okay. my third sip. can be a little shocking, and I will say that this beer, for me at least, as you had more drinks, really does kind of even out. Otter just went, woo, so maybe not. It's much more amber-y than I was expecting. And what I mean by that is it's uh, sometimes with a lot of IPAs, Dave, you being the IPA guy in the room, they're very crisp, very bright tasting. And this almost has like more of a nutty flavor to me, um, like more of that lager-esque than IPA. I'm not getting a lot of pine, which I appreciate, but it's nothing on the back end. I'm getting a lot of citrus, but uh, darker muted than I was expecting. So I, I do like it. It's just very uh, punchy. It's very 9.2-y to me. Interesting that you say that because what I wrote down is that this was surprisingly creamy in its texture. Like when you're drinking it, it almost has a, not a traditional IPA feel to, to the, the, the drink in your mouth. I like it quite a bit. It has a decent amount of hop bite on the backside for me, but I like that. Yeah, you do. You're because, an IPA dude. Yeah, but Chris, what do you think? Man, you guys. Are we getting ya? You're, I, I've said it time and time again. I hate IPAs. I've just never been an IPA. And every week, I keep saying, like, wow, this is an IPA I can get behind. And this, in my opinion, for a guy that doesn't drink IPAs, this is the best IPA I've ever had. Now, I do think that 9.2% is definitely playing a role in this. That's but- part of it. So a lot of people are just kind of dismissive of the alcohol content for, for a beer. For me, it's important because... Yeah. Because I'm cheap. Depending, <laughs> well, yeah, well, sure. I mean, but also, like, depending on how many you're going to have, right? Yeah. If you're going to have four or five beers in a sitting, let's say you're watching a game or whatever, and it's got, you know, five and a half percent, and the goal is to feel a little something, you end up feeling kind of bloated after a whole bunch of beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you have true. two of these. And they're tiny you're cans. You're feeling pretty good. There are lots of packed in a tiny can. 9.2% in a, I mean, usually you have to get like 16 ounces of beer in order for it to be 92 um, so I kind of appreciate this uh, being a, I think this is sixer, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it does Six not back, taste yep. like a 9.2% beer at all. It doesn't have that heavy taste. And it the, does and have the a heavy taste. is very minimal, which is the thing I don't like about IPAs. It doesn't taste boozy. Some of these, you know, beers that get, you know, eight and a half, nine percent 9%, they, they tend to be real heavy on the booze taste, and this is just not the case. As far as the mouthfeel, I, I would border on calling this like a light mouthfeel. I just got another shiver. I mean, I it's just it, it's 
You know, whenever I was working bar, it was a shifty drink every day that got me on the beer train. I had to do a little bit of a taste tester each day in order to kind of even be on the beer vibe um, because I used to never be that type of person. And I just feel like I'm hoping (laughs) kind of like whenever you're in your 20s and you're experimenting on like all the different alcohols and flavors and and things that you might be into. Mm -hmm. I keep drinking this thinking I'm going to be into it. I keep thinking I'm going to be into it the more I drink it. And, and that can't. could that could just be the case. Usually you you drink one beer and then the next beer is a little bit better because you're kind of a little bit more mouth numb. Does that make sense? Sure. But so I'm, I'm kind of like hoping. But you're not an IPA fan and this is a strong IPA in the alcohol content. It does have for me again, like that hop bite to it. So if you don't, if you're not into it, like that's totally cool. Which uh, I do like Sierra Nevada a lot, though, but they are, this is pretty strong. This is not for you. It's a little too strong. A little strong. Uh, Chris, again, not an IPA guy. IPA guy. How is this sitting with you? Well, uh, the chuggability of this beer. Can I, can I, can I bring that? Can we yeah, factor in that? Absolutely. It's incredible because, like, don't do that, Chris. I know Mahoney would be so, so disappointed right yeah, now. Yeah, this isn't a chugging beer. Uh, it's a 9.2% beer. It's not, but it beer. could be. But it, it could says, be. Every beer who? is a chugging beer if you're brave yeah. enough. There you go. Yeah. Says who? <laughs> I don't know. I, I do really, really like this, guys. I could absolutely see myself drinking this again. Okay, let's do it. Dave, can I get a drum roll? Absolutely. Here we go. On Dave's Beer Scale of Supremacy, I give the Sierra Nevada Atomic Torpedo IPA a very solid 4.2 out of Ten. 5. Woo! 4.2 out of 5. That's a little, a little dramatic. Oh, that's You're perfect. Dramatic. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey guys, I love it when I hear people call in and complain about the show while they were obviously listening, and y'all are pretty darn successful, so they should bite themselves. But as far as the Screaming Eagle goes, I think you ought to change it forever since you the message about that. I say his name was David. So you do the David Screaming Peacock just for him. Have you ever heard one of those things? They're god awful. Message deleted. A screaming peacock of success. I don't know what a peacock sounds like. You don't know what a peacock sounds like? Do you have one on draw? I do know what that sounds like. You're right. That's much worse than the screaming eagle of success. If you have a bunch of them, though, it it sounds like something nightmarish, too. Oh, my God. That is something straight out of a nightmare. Was there also something that said I'm calling the information center in the back back there? Like something was going on. <laughs> have you ever been uh, around a peacock, like in pro- close proximity? I actually haven't. They're mean, and uh, I was hanging out with a group of people one time, and they're, I don't know what this girl was doing that was making the peacock so angry, but the peacock was straight up chasing her around. Like There was a group of people, probably six, eight of us, and for whatever reason, this peacock hated this one girl and would lower its head and just like a dart chase it around and they like lower the big tail behind him so it turns into this gigantic yeah. like spoiler and spoiler chasing her around and they can run fast what are, is it with birds that can that can walk chasing because ostriches do the same thing yeah, too why are walking birds such a-holes <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna ask what's the hierarchy of foul foul I mean like the Canadian goose you know, known for walking around, strutting around, also total a-holes. Turkeys yeah. aren't very kind. We had a, a former engineer that used to, I mean, he was kind of a small guy, so I understand it, but he hated roadrunners. He used to talk about how roadrunners would terrorize him on a regular basis. But they're so small and cute. I, they're, they're, <laughs> they're puntable is what I say. Like, you can't be scared of a puntable bird. You get close enough and let's see what happens. I will wily coyote your ass. Please leave a message after the tone. Talking justice right now. I run red lights all the time. It started when I learned that the average person will spend six months of their life waiting for red lights to turn green. So time is precious and I'm not wasting it. Message deleted. That is illegal and you need to stop. Yeah, you're going to die, you moron, and probably kill somebody else. Stop running red lights. Like, it shocked me when I heard that Mahoney, if he, you know, and not in a situation where there's other vehicles around, but like early in the morning, if he's out driving around and there's nobody else coming. He'll just go right through it. I'm like, what are you talking about? 
Like, I've, I, I, I've I love that. breaking laws. You do the same thing, Audrey. Don't act like you're above that. I just said I do, I've done that, but it's not often. And I definitely get very nervous if I've ever done it. And usually I will only do it if I've been skipped because usually like a left turn, we'll, we'll, you'll get skipped or something. And that's the only time I have ever done it. And it makes me very scared. I will break all kinds of laws. Just I can't bring myself to do that. Traffic laws. Yeah, it's serious. You hurt somebody. Did you guys ever fail, speaking of traffic laws, did you ever fail your, like, permit whenever you were getting tested or driver's yeah, license first test? two times. No, but when I moved to a new state, they made us take a new written test, and I failed it twice. Twice, yeah. Dave? It can't, because the first time I was like, I'm not studying for this nonsense. I know everything about driving. And I'm like, whoa, did not come even close, because it would tell you how far you were off after you took the test. And then the last one, it had one more that I could miss. And I was like, oh, it's like one of those tricks. So questions. much pressure. And I got it wrong again. So, <laughs> so I had to go back a third time. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. You know one thing that I've always lied on my resumes about? Being proficient in Excel. I've never used it. I have no intention of using it. It's I only put it down because it seems like something that everybody else puts down. Now, don't lie and say you don't know what what you're doing either. Message deleted. Brother, I have used Excel almost my entire adult life. In fact, I took a college course on Excel and being proficient in Excel, okay. and I still have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what do you use Excel for? Okay, Audrey, so some of us do business. Do you use business. Google Sheets? Some I'm of a us part do- of the Google Sheet documents it's that you're on. It's the same thing. It's a spreadsheet. Okay, so I've used it for that, but I've never adult. added cells Ma'am, before. you are in your 30s. You've never added cells to an Excel spreadsheet or a you Google Sheet? You know how sheet? to add cells together to make it to where the formula works? Well, no, but... Not really, but yeah, I know... like to know. I know how to YouTube how to do that. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter... And- and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>